I got to commit and follow through with this because the only way I'm going to know if this is going to lead to something bigger is if I actually go full in and commit and dedicate and like really trust that. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information, diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you are doing amazing. Today is a quickie episode chatting about managing expectations and at the same time, still being able to hold space for possibility. As a business coach, I see it time and time again inside our mentorship program, the amount of students that get defeated because they have launched or created something and it didn't work out the way that they had anticipated. And that is normal. It's a part of the growth process in business. So I think what's really important is that regardless of the stage of business that you're at, but especially if you're in those sort of newer beginning phases, anywhere from maybe one to three years in business, I think it's really important to manage your expectations and your bandwidth. So number one, I think it's so easy to get caught up with what everybody else is doing in the online space or how much everybody else is making off of their programs and what they're charging and the success that they're having. So number one, I think it's really important that you have to drown out that noise and really cut ties with that so that you can put your head down and really focus on you and your business. And number two, I think it's really important that when it comes to those expectations, we have to think about what our bandwidth actually looks like. So I know that for myself, I get super inspired by things and I'm like, oh, I want to create this and I want to do this and I want to launch this and I want this to look like this and I want to revamp this. And, you know, it's like all these ideas and all these things and all the stuff that I want to do. And then you sit down to go and create it and do it and work on it. And you realize that you don't have the space to create all of it and how much time it's actually going to create to how much time it's actually going to create to do it all, right? And so you have to manage your expectations around your timeline and around how much capacity you actually have to take on these things. So, you know, another thing that's really important here is that when you have all these ideas that you want to create and launch inside of your business, what we often fail to realize is that when we sit down to actually do the work and create the work is that we don't realize the level of confrontation that we experience because diving into business and launching and creating programs, especially when they are programs that are going out there into the world to transform somebody's life and it's coming from 
you know, deep within like your heart and your knowledge, and you really want to create this beautiful experience for somebody and want to give amazing value. We don't realize that when we sit down to actually start working on these things, how confronting it is to actually do it. You know, we get distracted. We start to procrastinate. We start to question what we're creating. We start to question our abilities. And if what we're doing is enough, we start to get caught up in the comparison trap. And for something that we thought, oh, I'm going to sit down this week and finish this project and it's going to only take a couple of days, it ends up actually taking weeks, if not months, because you are on this repetitive cycle of comparison and doubt and insecurity and perfectionism and something, again, that we thought was going to take no time at all really takes a lot of time because we don't take into account the level of confrontation that we're going to come up against within ourselves. And so that is something that's really important to recognize when it comes to setting those expectations. I also think financial expectations are really important because Again, you have to recognize your bandwidth. If you are just starting out and you want to hit 100K in business, 500K in business, whatever that number is, I think one, it's very important to hold the space for that and the the possibility of that 100%. I'm not saying it's not possible. I want to be super clear because it is all totally possible, but we just have to get clear on Do we have the strategy and the bandwidth and the support in place and the knowledge to get there versus just sitting down and throwing spaghetti at the wall? So this is why it's managing expectations while holding the space for the possibilities of what you want to create, whether that's the time freedom, the financial freedom, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's all of it. And just really recognizing that it's all going to unfold in the way that it is. And we just have to be really honest with ourselves in terms of how we are, how we are showing up, where we are showing up, how often we're showing up and the, the, you know, the, the time, the time that it's taking to do these things. And to actually get it out there into the world from starting a project to finishing a project. What does that actually look like? Because during that timeline, if you're just in deep in creation mode, sometimes it can be challenging and difficult to also be in sales mode, right? And again, this is especially when you're in those beginning stages of your business, you can't do all of the things because more often than not, It's just you solely doing all of the things, unless of course you have hired out support, then great. But many people in those beginning phases don't have the ability to do that just yet. So they're taking a lot on their plate. You're also learning a lot in those stages. You're really learning the know-how and hopefully you've invested in some marketing and support so that you understand how the business strategy really comes together and how the sales strategy really comes together so that you're not just kind of floundering around and trying to figure it out, but you actually have a a very clear system that you're following because that's going to streamline everything and really help you with your timeline and your bandwidth. So again, if you're in those beginning stages and you're in the creation mode, you have to manage the expectation that you may not have the bandwidth to be over here creating and trying to put this thing together while also trying to hit these massive sales targets that, you know, you're really excited by. But 
the thing is, when it comes to holding the space and having and and the space for possibility around this, it means that you there can be a both and. There doesn't have to be an either or. So I think sometimes we get caught up in this trap that I can only work on this one thing over here so I don't have time for sales or I only have time for sales that I can't work on this project over here. And so this is where we need to hold the space for both and. You can do both. It doesn't have to be an either or, but this is also about getting really, really clear on your calendar and your schedule of what you're dedicating time to and where you're actually focusing. So that's really important because I think a lot of this comes down to focus and a lot of us don't know how to do that because we're getting so easily distracted. And then that focus ends up being really, or that lack of focus ends up being really, really exhausting. We get so exhausted because we're sitting here trying to focus on this one thing, but we're procrastinating, we're doubting, we're researching this, we're looking this up, we're comparing we're, you know, getting caught up in all of these cycles and it ends up slowing us down and slowing us down. So it ends up feeling like you're pushing this boulder up a, up a hill and it just feels really, really hard to do it all because you don't have the level of focus or you haven't really strategized with your time and your bandwidth and your schedule. So I think that that's really important to spend some time around is recognizing what your schedule looks like and where you can fit these things in and truly carving out the time so that the really important tasks can get done. So does that mean on Monday mornings, you're going to sit for two hours and create some content? Does that mean on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, it's strictly just focusing on sales days is, you know, Thursday, the day where you can spend the day doing a creation for your program, whatever that might look like. This is just an example But I know for myself, when I really plan out my days like that versus trying to force it all in on one day, then it's really exhausting, right? Having to spend time coaching clients, recording podcasts, doing content creation and working on any programs or any ideas or things that I want to launch and create, doing that all in one day is incredibly exhausting. So for me, I have to prioritize days two specific tasks. So I know I have coaching days. I know I have podcast recording days. I know I have other days where I can sit and truly just be creative and create the content and work on program uh, creation ideas that I want to do. So I know for myself that that's what works really, really well for me. And I also like to do what is called like a top six list. And basically what this is, is basically dumping, brain dumping all of my ideas onto one piece of paper, just writing it all down, getting it all out of my head, and then going through this crazy long list. And sometimes it's 30 things, sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 20. And basically going through this list and marking the top six things that absolutely are important for that week and need to get done. And so out of, again, those 25 things on the list, I mark out the top six And then I just focus on those things. And then I go to the very first task and I complete that and I get that off of my plate before I move on to task number two and priority number two. So that's also something that's really important for me because it helps me to 
be more clear on where I need to put my time and my energy and my focus. And it really helps me to get this big picture of the big things that need to get done and where I'm dedicating my time. So that's why I really, really love the top six list. So maybe that's something that could be really helpful for you and you might want to try on in your business or in your life. And you know, all these strategies and some of this feedback and tips that I'm sharing with you today doesn't necessarily just have to relate to business. It's the same thing when it comes to your health and your well-being. How many times are we like, okay, Monday, I'm going to work out. I'm, you know, starting this new plan and this new program. I'm going to take all of my supplements. And this is going to be the week where like I work out seven days a week and we just, you know, and I'm going to bed at 10 PM and I'm going to drink three liters of water. And we pile on and pile on all of these things that Monday comes and we don't realize that maybe actually you woke up with the most brutal headache that you don't even have the capacity to work out today. So now what? Everything just goes out the window? Again, it comes down to managing our expectations and baby steps and one thing at a time and not trying to overload ourselves with so many things because then we get, well, we get overwhelmed, we get frustrated that we can't do it all, and this can easily lead into the cycle of constantly giving up. It leads into this cycle of like start and stop, start and stop, where we start something, it's going really well, something happens, and then we stop. And then we're taking like three steps back. And then to get back into it, it feels really hard. It feels like we're walking through mud to get started again. And then we repeat the cycle. We start, we're doing okay. We get some momentum. Uh, Something happens, throws us off. Now we're taking five steps back. How many of us are doing this? We are just forward, back, forward, back, forward, back, right? And we have to start getting really clear on these things, whatever they may be, that's throwing you off your game. Did you, you know, uh, like I said, wake up with the headache and that just like totally throw, th- threw you off your game? Does that mean now everything has to go out the window? You can still eat really well. You can still hydrate. You can still focus on good quality sleep. Like all of those things can still matter just because you may not have the capacity to work out that day doesn't mean everything needs to get thrown out the window. Uh, You're going to create your very first webinar in your business. I see this all the time with our students, right? They put all this time and energy into creating this incredible webinar that we help coach them through. And they go out there with this expectation of like hundreds of people are going to sign up and, you know, we're going to have all these people on the webinar and then all these people are going to buy my program. And at your very first webinar, listen, I'm not here to say that that won't happen, but again, let's manage that the chances of that happening can be can be slim when you're totally new and doing this for the very first time. And it's going to take time for you to really build the momentum around it. And that's okay. So instead of creating this very first webinar and going out there and like 30 people signed up and five people showed up live and only one person bought your program and you start to see that as a failure and like, oh my God, all this work for very little payoff, forget it. You know, I'm not going to do this. We let this one thing become the deciding factor of how we're going to move forward in our business. We let this one big, this one thing crush our dreams and our dedication and our commitment to the life and the business that we really want to build. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth that one 
quote unquote failure, which I don't even see as a failure because failures are actually just feedback. And I'm really clear with our students in our mentorship program that when you see something as a failure, it's actually an opportunity for you to go back there and refine it and tweak it and make it better and pick yourself back up and do it again. Because that is how we build the momentum. That is how we build trust in ourselves. That's how we build confidence in ourselves, is knowing that we can rely on ourselves that even when something didn't go very well, we can pick ourselves back up and go and do it again and and rock it, right? And continue to hold space for that. That's where that possibility lies. That possibility is within the realm of knowing that you can continue to show up for yourself even when it's challenging and when it's difficult. Is it too early to talk about pumpkin season? Because I love the Organifi Pumpkin Spice Gold. It is full of restorative and adaptogenic herbs. It's very grounding and it tastes delicious. I love to enjoy a scoop of this in the evening time. Put a scoop into your mug, add in some boiling water or your favorite hot milk and mix this up and enjoy it before bed. Now, sometimes I will have it during the day and I'll put a little scoop of it into my coffee. It's delicious, adds that pumpkin spice flavor, the cloves, the cinnamon, the allspice. This is one of my absolute favorite Organifi products. So if you're ready to jump on the pumpkin spice bandwagon, head on over to OrganifiShop.com forward slash wellness, witch and save 20% off. You'll see all of my Organifi favorites listed there on that product page. Check out all of their incredible products and you'll save 20% off with the code wellness, witch. So again, that link is OrganifiShop.com forward slash wellness, witch. I know that we have many different dietary preferences and many of you who are tuning into this podcast might be on a low carb keto diet. And if that's the case, when you start shifting over to burning fat for fuel instead of carbohydrates, this actually has a diuretic effect on your kidneys. So this means that it speeds up the amount of salt and water that you are getting rid of, which means you have to replenish your sodium. And one of the best ways to do that is with Element Electrolytes. You guys know I love them so much. They have so many incredible flavors. There is no nasty, weird ingredients, no gluten, no sugar. They're vegan-friendly. They contain 200 milligrams of potassium, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. Yes, there's a lot of sodium, and it is salty when you try them. Some of my favorite flavors are the chocolate salt, the raspberry salt, even the watermelon salt. They have so many flavors to choose from, and you can head on over to drinkelement.com forward slash wellness switch, and that's going to get you a free sample pack with any purchase. This way you can try out all their amazing flavors, see which ones are your favorite, and then when you go back to order, you can order your favorites. Again, that URL is drinklmnt.com forward slash wellness switch. And when you head on over to that URL, it's going to automatically get you a free sample pack with any purchase. Try them out today and let me know how you like them. So recently I had this conversation with one of my students who was saying how she is thinking that the coaching space and the coaching world 
and working with women. She was going to work specifically with women in like the weight loss space and hormone space. And she was saying how she no longer wants to do that. It's so much work with very little payoff. And as I started to really dig deeper into this and ask her questions around this, ultimately what we got to sort of the root of these feelings was that she just felt inadequate. She just felt that she didn't have enough knowledge to truly help somebody. And she was getting caught up in the cycle and in her head, thinking that she needs to take more courses and know more things and, you know, integrate all this fancy testing and all of these things in her business in order for it to be a success and in order to truly help somebody. And so ultimately, she's yearning to really support women and coach with women and build this business but she's just doubting her abilities. And so that led her to this entire story of it's just not worth it. I think it's just easier to just go get a job somewhere. Even if it's a job that I don't like, I'll at least have some steady money coming in. And so as we started to really dig into this and I started to truly see where all of this was really stemming from and get to the root of it, again, it was really just this feeling of inadequacy within herself. And so I had to really, you know, bust that story for her because number one, that's not true. I think a lot of us get caught up in this thinking that we don't know enough and that there's so many other people out there doing the thing that we're doing. Like, why would somebody even hire us? And I think that what ends up happening is we, we forget how important the foundational and simple things are that people need. Do I think that there's value in like Dutch testing and all these different great tests out there? 100%. But that doesn't mean you can't help somebody on their health journey because you don't run testing. You have to understand that people still need foundational basic things. And oftentimes what's happening is people are diving into all this fancy testing without even managing stress, being able to take supplements regularly, eat a nourishing diet hydrate, move their body, have healthy sleep boundaries. Many people can't even do those things. And then we're now we're over here thinking we need to give testing because that's what's going to move the needle for them. It might give them some really great data and feedback, but at the end of the day, the foundational things still need to be implemented. So this is something I see with a lot of practitioners and this cycle of getting caught up in, I need to take more courses and more courses and more courses and have all these fancy initials after my name in order to have a successful business. And that's actually not the truth. That's not the case. You don't need more of that. You need to hunker down and focus on your zone of genius and trust that you can go out there and really support somebody and help them transform. And you don't need to have all these fancy initials after your name. That's not what's actually going to help you grow your business. I got caught up in that cycle many, many times. And when I first graduated from nutrition school, like over 12 years ago, I like, I didn't have clients banging down my door. And so I thought it was because my knowledge or my lack of knowledge. So I did so many courses and I spent thousands of dollars taking so many programs to have all these fancy initials after my name. And none of that mattered. What I really needed to do was put that time and energy and money into learning how to really market myself and connect with an audience and a community and really learn how to sell. That's really what I needed to learn. And so I did that finally, but it took me many, many years to get to that space, right? So if I could save you from some of those mistakes, 
you don't need to be investing in so many fancy programs and all these initials after your name. Your clients don't care about that stuff. They don't. They don't care that you have um, all these uh, weird CNP, RHN, FDN, all these things, initials after your name. And especially when you put these things in like your Instagram bio or something like that, uh, a client that wants to work with you or is interested in your in your education and your content, they're just going to be confused by seeing all these weird initials after your name. It doesn't matter to them. That's just the stuff that matters to us. And we it makes us feel special. So we feel we need to share it. But that's not the case. People just need to feel connected to you. They need to know that they can be heard and seen with you and truly be supported. And of course, having the knowledge to to support somebody, but that doesn't mean you need to know all of the things to help somebody. So I went off in a bit of a tangent there and kind of sidetracked, but I feel like that's a really important thing to share and mention because I know so many practitioners get get caught up in in that trap. And so coming back to the story with my client who was really doubting herself and was feeling like it was so much t- so much work for so little effort as we started to break it down even more you know she also had to get really honest with herself that over the past you know 4 to 5 months she wasn't really showing up in her business she wasn't really being visible she really wasn't building connections with people so that's part of managing expectations. We're over here saying, oh, this is so hard for a little payoff, but like, what are you actually doing? You're not really doing the work that's going to lead to the payoff that you want. So that's important to to get clear on, right? It's like, am I actually showing up and doing the work that's going to lead to the results that I want? If not, like, that's okay. But like, like, let's just be honest with ourselves about that right? Because it's very easy to be like, oh, but I'm over here, you know, hoping to hit this number, this goal this month, this financial number this month, but like, I'm really not showing up and and doing the work. And so managing your expectations around that, that's really key. And then also, you know, one of the biggest things that this client specifically said to me was that she just has all these ideas and all these things that she wants to do. And she's kind of feeling like, you know, having like ADHD, ADD or ADHD brain and just like busyness and all the ideas and all the things. And she wants to create this and launch this, and she's going to blog on this and blog on this and all these things. Right. And so I said to her, you know, the reason everything is feeling so hard and exhausting is because you're not focused and you're letting one thing that you did. And again, she, she was a student who did a webinar months ago it was, you know, she didn't get the results that she wanted and then it kind of deflated her. And so I said to her that you let this one experience of a webinar completely deflate you and you totally got caught up in your head thinking that this isn't going to work for you and it's going to be so hard to hit these goals versus just picking yourself back up and doing it again. You let the space of like four months creep in where you just didn't really do anything And then you got distracted and you procrastinated and you started to let this busy brain take over with all these different ideas. And then you had 10 different things that you were working on and trying to do. And when we're trying to do too many things, nothing really gets finished. And so I just explained to her that I think that it's the easy way out 
is to tell yourself, I'll just go get a job so that I have some regular, I have a regular paycheck coming in versus truly sitting and committing and focusing on the thing you want to create and following through with that and giving it enough time and drowning out all the out, outside external noise. And who would you be if you just sat down and focused? What would your business look like if you just focused on the one thing and continued to refine it and make it better? That's what's going to give you the feedback in terms of the next steps that you take, the next course you might want to actually go invest in to broaden your knowledge and have those fancy initials after your name. But when we start there and when we get caught up in our head and we don't take action in business and we sit back and doubt ourselves and take action from that place, what it leads to is so much distraction, investing in all of the wrong things versus getting clear with ourselves on the kind of business we want, on the program and the thing we want to go out there and sell and create, focus on that, take aligned action with that, commit to to that and following through with that, not just one time, not just five times, commit to a year, commit to two years. And then it's through that process where we're going to learn so much about ourselves We're going to gain the experience of working with clients and people, and that's going to now give us the insight into the next thing to go invest in versus investing from a place of doubt and uncertainty. We have to take the aligned action first, and that's what's going to lead us to making the right investments and working with the right people. Okay, that's it. (laughs) That's it for today. It was a lot, a a little bit all over the place, a bit of a rant, but this was on my mind. This was on my heart. And I really wanted to share it with you in the hopes that maybe it can help you learn to manage your expectations, yet still hold space for the possibility of all that you want to create in your business because there's space for all of it. I just think what happens is we get so caught up in our heads and we lead from our head instead of leading from our heart. And we start to doubt ourselves and we start to question ourselves. And it takes us off of off of our path, where if we just really sit and focus and commit to the thing that we really want to create, and that commitment means long-term. And this is another part of expectations, right? Commitment isn't just, I'm going to do this for two months, or I'm going to try this thing one time. If we are trying to build this big legacy and we're trying to build this big brand and really offer value and service to the world and transformation, that commitment is going to be years. And isn't that worth it? Knowing that if it takes you three years, five years, 10 years to create amazing legacy and value and transformation in the world that leads to your financial freedom and your time freedom, is that not worth it? Because I think that's absolutely worth it. And that's what I always hold the space for in my heart and lead from that place and always come back to that place. 
is that I always have to tell myself, Sam, this may have not worked out right now, but I'm not going to give up on it because I'm building something so beyond this one little thing over here that I got to commit and follow through with this because the only way I'm going to know if this is going to lead to something bigger is if I actually go full in and commit and dedicate and like really trust that. So I'd love to hear from you. If there's anything in this episode that resonated with you, come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And I hope maybe today's episode is inspiring you to take some aligned action and more importantly, inspiring you to really sit with yourself and start to ask yourself some of these deeper questions around what it is you want to create. Are you really giving up on yourself too quickly? Have you given things enough time? Are you investing in the right support and mentorship to take you where you need to go? What is it that you're actually missing? What's the thing that's missing in your business right now that's going to take you to that next level? Is it support? Is it mentorship? Is it the strategy? Go invest in that. That was been that was the biggest change for me in my business. I was definitely like a fish out of water in the beginning and trying to figure it all out on my own. And I invested in a coach. And that's what helped me to truly catapult and move forward with so much more momentum. Having somebody take like a 30,000 foot view over my business and tell me, yes, do this. No, don't do it like this or try it like this or, okay, this didn't work. Let's, let's refine this. Let's tweak this. I needed that feedback. And it's exactly why I have my business mentorship program so that I can provide that for you. And it's not just me. It's my amazing team. We're here to guide you and coach you through it all, through learning the lead generation strategies learning content creation, learning sales, truly stepping into your power as a coach, creating an aligned business, and really leading from your heart. So if that's something that interests you, I'd love to chat with you. You can book in for a complimentary call. Head on over to samanthagladish.com forward slash mentorship, and all the information is there for you. Thank you so much for being with me today. I will chat with you all next week. Take care. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for being with me today. If there's anybody that you know that can benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, we would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I'll connect with you next week.